Sexpot Comedy, collaborative, community-driven comedy from Denver, Colorado. Now and then, here and there, and always at sexpotcomedy.com. You are such a geek. <laughs> what is a geek? Hello, true believers, and welcome to another episode of Broadcast Geeks, the one-stop shopping spot. I guess we're shopping, why not? If you want to spend money on us, that's great. We won't say stop doing it. Uh, for nerdy <laughs> geek shit, they uh, unlock that feature. I think. Yeah, um, yeah. that yeah. shit. Let's. Uh, we got to get a Patreon account yeah. and start uh, getting people to send us money. Why not? You send money to all other kinds of people for all kinds of other weird shit. Anyway, <laughs> here we <laughs> are. Episode is already off the rails. That's <laughs> my name. You know what? The episodes should be off the rails, man. We're 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 fucking free jacking over here. All right. Yeah. Just going straight out of our heads into yours, man. Brain to brain data jacks. Get into it. Shadow run. Decking. Other things of that nature. This is the Broadcast Geeks. I'm reading Neuromancer yeah. right now. Right now. Oh, excellent, yeah. excellent. Uh, as always, I am your host, Nate Balding. What's up? It's Mitch Jones. Jeff M. Albright. We're down two, but we have the illustrious Byron Graham joining us. I'm illustrious. Yes. Filling in for two uh, two geeks today, Byron Graham. We've been doing that a lot recently. The, the one for two filling. One for two okay. filling. Yeah. I can yeah. double geek. You can double, yeah. double geek it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've been. Uh, I saw an episode, a point five episode out there. there That's a point five issue. That's a side quest. Yeah, exactly. A, yeah, it was a free comic book day issue. Yeah, right? yeah. there you go. Yeah. CBD. Yeah, uh, one off. We're gonna do a couple zero issues to relaunch this thing <laughs> next year. The new Geek D two. Yeah. The new Geek D two prequel to the podcast. You guys don't really have an origin story set up. Not yet. Yeah. We you could know? do that. We're gonna we're gonna retcon everything. It's gonna be great. We're finally gonna be an excellent podcast that wins awards. Uh, we are. We are Byron does uh, he he's a, 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 a local gadabout comic uh, not not comic as in book but comic as in comedian and I a, exist a writer for the Westward he exists in this temporal plane yep three whole dimensions <laughs> four four in fact four. as oh, we God. as we move forward <laughs> five if you count the fact that this can be you know true. used in any sort of time space. this could be discovered by archaeologists. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We already have now. time traveled on this podcast, I believe, haven't we? I, I, I believe it's happened we made some uh, on multiple occasions. Yeah, so it happens. And uh, every episode is pressed onto a gold record and sent into space. Yeah. For future I sent into Denmark. It's fake Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I tweeted, and it got no love uh, the other day, yesterday maybe, about uh, how aliens are going to be really disappointed in the follow-up records to the Voyager Golds. <laughs> 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 So, Byron, we'll get this far at the top. You All have right. a new new show that you're running in town. I do. Let's just Every get Saturday night at 9 p.m. at the O Lounge above X Bar. It is the uh, the best porn shop adjacent gay bar on Colfax. There's a lot of those on Colfax. So there he are. says it's, the best of them. This is the this best. Is stiff competition. Oh, top notch. <laughs> stiff competition. Literally and figuratively, yeah. if you've seen some of the beefcakes in there. <laughs> I decided last it night. Like I need you've to just never book hotter you should comics. just call it. <laughs> I like Jose McCall and Preston Tompkins, and I was like, I need to get like Ben Bryant, Stephen A. J. Beefcake comedy. Yeah, what just you should call it. Sans yeah. shirt. Give the people what they want. Uh, <laughs> I'm still happy. With, as a 42 year old, I'm still happy with my abs. So Good, if my I'm abs home. can get me booked. I'm, I'm not. I have no shame in that. <laughs> Ab um, comedy. It is. It's a growing space. Everyone who goes there is a pioneer. Uh, you know, being a pioneer is lonely. Sometimes your friends die of dysentery. It's cold <laughs> on, the pl- on the prairie. Uh, a lot of can- cannibalism might be happening. Yeah. But I have faith it could be good someday. I've uh, I've had great lineups, and fortunately I'm friends, uh, close enough friends with funny enough people that I've had a great lineup every night and not really been able to pay anybody or had a, a good show necessarily. I love that what you said, the mindset of running a comedy show. I have faith that it will be good someday. That's just the like, 
that's all you can really hope for, right? When you start a showcase. Right. Well, look at where we are. I mean, yeah. this was an unloved stepchild of the Denver open mic scene, El Chirito. The comedy yeah. room room, everybody. 20- Located at 2100 Larimer Street in yeah. beautiful ballpark neighborhood, Denver, Colorado. Come on in, buy some chicharrones. Yeah, they're fantastic. True. They are fantastic. Um, but this was, this was, I mean, that brick, there's like a, a facade of a brick wall that we used to do comedy against. Now we do it against a window and attract random onlookers from there. Yeah, I'd love to peek their head in, right? Do, do a double take. Inter- this well, is then, the weirdo fish tank. I keep waiting for the Kool-Aid man to run through that brick wall over there. I've been waiting for that for years. But, like, enough time and care oh, got invested into this place. And the shows here are pretty good now. The Nerd Roast has been great from what I've heard. We love talking about the Nerd Roast on here. Like We all have contributed to the Nerd Roast as mm-hmm. characters. So. I'm on the next one. Uh, Parks the versus the office. Yeah, which I feel like is not that nerdy. The costumes aren't that fun. No, it's just a, uh, we're gonna have a short sleeve business cuts. suit and a tie. Yeah. yeah. I uh, was gonna do Ricky Gervais on a chicken dip. It's like, I don't know if I can sustain that accent. I, right. Like well, also minutes. the problem Are you with a laugh? the problem with doing Ricky Gervais is you have to deliberately not be funny. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be a <laughs> little then, smug. Just right. Dry, well, yeah. and what you think is funny actually isn't. Cackle at your own jokes. Yeah, the awkward situations you create are actually awkward and not in an enjoyable sense where everybody's kind of in on it. Yeah, I uh, I would have had to go back and I'm 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 Ryan, which I feel like is a pretty malleable character. Is it the BJ Novak Mm -hmm. character? But I feel I feel like that's not necessarily a nerd property. He was more the observant. I mean, he just felt like he was kind of the yeah observing the madness. You kind of got the point of view character, right? Yeah. Really becomes a douche, right? Yeah, it's, so it's inevitable. Probably portray the douche, douchiest arrow when he's like wearing scarves. He had glasses like these anyway. You can <laughs> leave the dais midway through and be like, "Hey, uh, sorry, I gotta take this call. My app is That's finally off the a ground." Great idea. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> we'll write that down. Just bail on the show. <laughs> push, push a minority lady out of your way. And then come back. Do a Costanza. <laughs> so where do, do we want to, maybe before we get it, do we want to go straight in? We've all seen Civil War, so this is kind of yes. going to be our, our, probably one of two Civil War apps. I'm, I'm sure. guessing it's going to come up pretty frequently. For yeah, for the next couple episodes. Couple but do we want to get into that right now, or do we want to talk on some uh, television well, before, we, before I, we get into it? I think we should probably, because we're, we're about to slide into the season finales for all of our shows, and uh, the people, the people, as I know, are uh, clamoring for us to uh, That's give true. Our, our opinions and our. So, will, Byron, do you watch any of the superhero television programming as uh, far as the Daredevil? I've seen Jessica Jones, but I haven't seen the DC one. So, so the like Netflix, Arrow, you do the Marvel your, Netflix, yeah. okay? Because I have Netflix. Do you watch I've, Agents of Shield or Agent Carter? I watched some of Agent Carter. I liked it, and then, and then it got a little silly. Sure. Well, there's only two seasons, and it's it been got canceled. canceled. Okay, yeah, you can you can so I you can believe uh, Flash, Arrow, and um, I've heard good things about. They're Flash. on Netflix as well. Okay, so you can jump in. It's early, but you can jump in now. And now they're like merging them. They're trying. They they have been. Okay, they've done. Like, it's called the Arrowverse, but Matt Oren uh, likes to call it the Flashverse because yeah. he hates Arrow. Or the, okay. or the Barryverse, the Allenverse, yeah, whatever sure. you want but to But Arrow came first. Yes, that is the show from which they decided they could actually uh, create this entire universe and, and uh, it would be profitable. And, and it was kind of the first superhero show to do well, right? Yeah, well, in, in, in the modern Smallville, era, I guess. Right. Yeah. Smallville had done 90s, well. Yeah. Smallville's um, also like kind of a teen soap, too. It felt like well, it, I mean, it's, it's all very CW, you know? Sure. Uh, you're going to have characters who... Could easily be 15 years old or 35 years old, and the, <laughs> yeah. si- the situations okay. that they fall into uh, are virtually identical. Yeah, when you share a network with the Vampire Diaries, sure, I mean, sure, yeah, you're going to have to have a little team drama. Not, in there. Although that show has its holes. Every show on the CW. I mean, Supernatural's been on what 12, 11 seasons. It got renewed. It's always going to be renewed. That's it. And I read that to get right into it. I read the main reason the CW is trying not to really mess with Constantine too much is because of Supernatural. Uh, it kind of crosses the streams a little bit, and they're like, we love him as a character, but everything he represents we already have in a twelve a show that's been right. on for 12 seasons. Well, so. CW renewed every single show, every on, show. Their, on their network for the fall slate. They're oh, the really? only network <laughs> that's ever really done that. <laughs> yeah. So whatever they're doing over there, uh, every other network should clearly be taking a note. Because they're, you know, everything must be doing well enough well, to all, keep yeah, the lights on. They all seem the to lights. have a cult. Like every, yeah. you know, well, I had no idea there would be so many like grown men who love the love Vampire it. Diaries. Absolutely love yeah. It, yeah. 
Well, the big news is then Supergirl, I guess. We should start with that. Yes, yeah, Supergirl. Supergirl is moving from CBS to the CW. Okay. Yeah. CBS. For more uh, home anyway. Un- yeah. Unhappy, I guess, with uh, the returns on that. And so. the cost per episode. I think they said $3 million. Push it over the edge. It's a $3 million an episode thing for CBS. Well, it was on CBS? Yeah. $3 million an episode. They filmed it in Los Angeles, but they decided before they... Before they announced they were moving to CW, they said we're going to move production to Vancouver, and that's where all the other CW yeah, shows are right, made. Right, right. Um, and then at that point, you could just, it Calista, was a no-brainer. Calista Flockhart has said uh, that she doesn't want to. From what I've read, she just there's I don't know I've not read a direct quote from her, but that her people are saying that she's not happy. I mean, she'd rather just live you live know, in LA. Yeah, live in LA and not have to leave. I, I she's got Harrison fair. Ford money. You know what yeah. I mean? So <laughs> <laughs> you don't really have to do things if and you don't want got- to. <laughs> He's got a couple more Indiana Joneses in him, some Force Ghost appearances. Some, some, <laughs> I learned how to ghost, use the yeah. Force in the time it took him to fall off that bridge and to hit the ground, so he became a Force Ghost. Ghost, yeah. Uh, this was, uh, I, I had a... He accepted the Force. Lord and Savior. I accept the Force. Fuck yeah, I'm Force Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, a very brief conversation uh, with uh, Genevieve Garcia de Miller, uh, check out her podcast Dead Things uh, earlier today. Um, she was talking about uh, how uh, uh, CBS did, they, they were looking at doing a Nancy Drew and they decided against That's it. Right. And uh, so Nancy Drew is not going to pilot and they lost Supergirl. And it got into a thing where I was talking about how because the way that they see uh, that kind of programming is this the genre is not superhero or detective or whatever it's female led drama yes it's yeah. too, too female was yeah. the quote I yeah, read that was, they, they didn't want Nancy Drew because it was too female of a show after losing Supergirl which was the only other as far as I know female lead that they had on the network. Sure. I mean, and CBS is kind of the network of people like reaching for heart pills that like still have you know Nielsen it's a network boxes. that uh, this is my right. favorite. I mean, even CBS. Jeopardy left to move to Fox. Yeah, <laughs> is that during football season for the past however many years, sixty minutes has been on. Football interrupts sixty minutes every Sunday night, but they still make the announcement. For those of you tuning in for sixty minutes, it's because the people forget week to week that watch <laughs> yeah. sixty minutes that football right. takes place. It's just like. Why is Morley of- safe for three fifty six? Why? It's late every week. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, but that was just yeah. It was a, a brief, interesting thing that yeah. It's uh, I don't, where the CW has a, a long tradition uh, of mostly starting with Joss Whedon of just having shows with. Really great female, female leads. Yeah. Veronica so, Mars, yeah, Buffy yeah. the Vampire Slayer. Is I, that right? Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. What I like about WB. you, right. that show with Jenny Garth and Amanda. Well, Bynes. even the show now that they have on there, uh, I don't know the name of it. It's about the girl who's pregnant but not pregnant. I can't remember. Oh, Jane, Jane the Virgin. Jane the Virgin. Yeah. I mean, that wins. I mean, that that show is just highly, highly reviewed. Um, well, you know, very critically acclaimed. So yeah, I've never watched like it. it. I, is I Zombie yeah. CW? Yeah, yeah. Zombie yeah. is all. So now they right. will have five. Another, right. With so, Supergirl, they have five nights a week with with. So the comic book world is the, yeah. the, the, yeah, yeah. You, they change the name to, or some people suggest is that, that what they said. That, well, no, that's just, when when I think of it now. If you have a comic book show five nights a week and your name is CW, that's just kind of the next. Um, some people want to call it DC TV. Is the thing that's been coming up. Just it's name pretty the close. Network. Yeah. They could at least name the like. They could brand the hour like mm-hmm. a TGIF thing. Yeah, sure, DC hour or yeah. something. Sure, DCIF. So <laughs> here's the thing. How do you guys? Let's. I'll ask. Uh, how maybe we're both caught up on the show. If you have one guess, how are they going to tie in Supergirl? Then are they going to leave her into a, a parallel Earth, or do they have to kind of retcon it a little bit and make sure that she exists in the quote unquote Arrowverse. Yeah. I I honestly hope that they just straight retcon it. I hope they have one or two episodes at the very beginning of the next season where they kinda talk about you know, or or uh yeah actually no, how about this? This would be even cooler. Brainiac shows up like, you know, Brainiac Brainiac. Because they've already teased just, him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they've had Brainiac nine. Um if if the Brainiac that, you know, steals, you know, Metropolis shows up steals National City, uh, gets defeated, but maybe they're trapped 
on Earth One or Earth Prime or whatever. Well, like we said on that, we talk, we chat online, everybody. But you said Mr. Mitzelplex. Oh, I thought that would just be just takes the building, right, yeah. Catco, and just moves <laughs> just the moves building. It. I thought that was a great idea, yeah, and it would be not? very easy to yeah. do. Yeah. And then they've got a whole new season-long arc of trying to get back to their home, and then they can decide. I'd rather Fuck live it. in the I'm Arrowverse. Just live here. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I mean, uh, let, is it time? Are we get into Civil War? I think. We're well, all... let's. Uh, I want to do a quick rundown. Uh, just tell you know, talk about where we are. Agents of Shield. Oh, that's uh, true. We're running into a two-hour finale. Uh, is that this week? Yeah, this okay. uh, somebody, Tuesday. So by the time this airs, it'll be the. You guys will be getting ready be to watch night, the night season of, finale. Of, yeah, you'll yeah, be shield. you'll be snuggling into your uh, Shield brand slippers with, uh, <laughs> you know, a, 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 a Nick Fury esque cigar, a, a cup of brandy, cup of brandy. Shield, I'm going to say they have the intensity yeah. on Shield has really stepped up the. Past it's great, months, man. So I, uh, I'm really enjoying it. I, I, I like you know Hive is. Uh, so where we're at is Hive has essentially taken over a town. Uh, and he's making these weird, like... Very Walking Dead-ish. Yeah, kind of like kind town, of yeah. proto-humanoid, inhuman creatures. Uh, and he's using the members of the hate group, the Watchdogs, to experiment on, which is pretty amusing. That was pretty good. I, liked, I did like that. Yeah, he's, he's kidnapping Watchdogs to turn them into the thing they hate the most. And uh, he's using Daisy's blood to do it. Uh, they found out that Lash... Is uh, he's the the antithesis of Hive? So Lash's power, the reason he exists, is to burn the 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 mind control out of other Inhumans. Uh, so he ends up freeing Daisy. She escapes. Hive lives. Lash is probably dead. So and really, his calling, his his true, I guess, his existence was to just free Daisy, not even just right. But it, it seemed like it, it was just to free Daisy from those chains. So and it seems like that's. And it seems like the Inhumans Destiny. have had, yeah, they, they've had a, 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 a like a long bit of prophecy, even from uh, from the point where Reyna was telling the future. You know, like they have a lot of forecasters and foretellers. Uh, so it seems like there's some sort of chain of prophetic events that are happening among the Inhumans that will, you know, alter the direction that the this universe is taking. Yeah. So I'm interested to see what they're going to do with that. I, it doesn't feel like it's going to tie in, really, with uh, the cinematic universe, which I, I thought they were going to get more into that. Yeah, and I see Marvel has taken the Inhumans but movie off the, uh, yeah, that's the out. TBA announcement. Um, yeah. The Captain America movie didn't mention Inhumans at all, really. They talked to... They, they mentioned that there are more enhanced people out there mm-hmm. uh, and that are threats, you know, credible threats to national security. But... Uh, so that's that's, you know, I don't know. I, I I have high expectations for the you know the two hours they're gonna throw at agents. So that is this Tuesday, everybody. This season finale, and uh, Agents of Shield is also on Netflix. Okay, so the first season. So you watch that, and the second, I believe, right? It might be at this point. Yeah. Oh, I was disappointed. We also there was the thing that uh, that Hive had that looked like it might have been an Infinity Gem, and it turns out it's just it's just part of a radio to call the crew. Right, right. <laughs> Not an Infinity Gem. Yeah. Boring. All, All right. right. So you guys want to get into Civil War? I think so. We've all yeah. seen it. Our guest, Byron Graham, has seen Civil War. I've seen it. So let's go right to Byron. Byron, uh, right off the top, what were your first uh, impressions, thoughts of the movie? Are you what, what also, are, are are you caught up on all the Marvel movies? Yes, and I don't think it would have made sense if I wasn't. If you weren't, okay. I deliberately, I, I had kind of fallen off with Marvel. I hadn't seen anything after Avengers. Because mm. uh, I don't care about Iron Man and Thor as much, but you got to see those movies just for the sake of completism. Sure. Uh, so I saw the Civil War trailer and it looked so awesome and I wanted to see Winter Soldier too it just sort of passed me by so in the meantime I rented all of them watched all of them so you saw Winter Soldier before you got yeah I saw everything okay and like in the right order if I'm gonna do it I'll do it I don't wanna the people who just see a Marvel movie like midstream I have no idea how they follow it right Mm. well but I think they do a good job of you could go see any of these movies and they will be a standalone yeah. product. Although you're like, who the fuck is Vision? There's definitely people in the theater like, who's this fucking purple guy? He doesn't, he's not Thor. Do yeah. you, you think that the Marvel Cinematic Universe has now 
crossed that threshold where you can't just jump right in anymore. Well, that's a dangerous. Oh, yeah. It's oh, a dangerous yeah. thing for them. Mm-hmm. Some of them are stand like Ant Man standalone. Right. Um, the first, the first of all phase of, of all of them yeah. are standalone. Uh, Winter Soldier is like a pretty. I think it's like a standalone thriller almost. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Probably the best one. If you chose not to see Ant Man, but you went to see Civil War, the enjoyment of the whole arc of Scott Lang's character in Civil War would right. really make no sense, or would yeah. just you wouldn't have that enjoyment when you first see him. That right. Like, there he is, you know. You just like, oh, that's, I know that guy. Yeah. That's the guy from Forty Year Old Virgin or whatever. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah, it's just not so. I like it. Is kind of yeah. a hindrance, I guess. I liked the. This was like the most graceful uh, weaving in of other characters and storylines. Like towards the end of Age of Ultron, it was just like too many new characters at once. Uh, I'm not a big fan of cinematic telekinesis because it always sure. looks ridiculous. It's always just like you like actual, you, you're a big fan of actual telekinesis. Oh, big fan of real telekinesis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, it doesn't it doesn't look good on camera because when you you're conveying that it's harder than usual for them, it's just a close up of an actor's face grimacing. And you like that she actually the, uses you get a little color. I like with there's it, a little pink like, there. Yeah, she's, she's using chaos magic, like the X Men movie with McAvoy and Fassbender. Mm-hmm. Was so dumb because it was all just CGI effects clashing into each other. Uh, with, I don't with a guy holding up one hand and a person holding up the yeah. opposite hand. <laughs> sure, like physics defying Shield aside, I like that. Like the Captain America movies seem to sort of they're a little more grounded. You know, right. like the climax of Guardian. I really like Guardians of the Galaxy until the climax when it just feels like a video game that you're watching someone sure. else play, and it's just a bunch of special. Cl- Special effects colliding in space. They sort of make up space rules as they go along, where it's like, if we kiss, we can survive out here for a couple more seconds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like that's Although, uh, that, is, that, is, that is accurate to uh, the amount of time you could be in an entire vacuum. You've got, uh, before you actually die, you, you've, you've got a, a couple when minutes. When Star-Lord's out in the... Yeah. Yeah, it just. But wouldn't his eyes pop out? Isn't that what happens in space? I think so. No, no, your uh, your blood vessels will uh, <laughs> contract horrifyingly. But yeah, he would look like your... Deadpool at the end of that. Yeah, yeah. really. Uh, but you've got a few minutes before sure. before that actually starts to set in. Cell death takes a little bit, even but in seeing, a vacuum. It's not the same visceral thrill of seeing fists connect to jaw. Like the fight against Iron Man and Captain America was. I, it was totally worth the price of admission. Totally. Um, and then the fight with all of them was great. Like it got uh, some people complained that it started too slow, but I think you had to set the table. I think it started and, fast, and then it kind of slowed down yeah. after that first scene. It kind of just started to. I think you needed that a little bit because you knew you were in for a kind of a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Right? Movie. No, because they were like, "Hey, we're gonna make these two people who are totally awesome friends right now turn into enemies to fulfill the obligation of the Civil War concept." Let's add a story before that. Yeah, uh, so so it doesn't seem like you know. I found myself Batman. switching sides <laughs> within the movie. Did yeah. you at some points like? Yeah, I'm for Cap. No, I'm for Iron Man. No, I'm Team Cap. You know what I mean? Well, that I mean, the initial thing that happened in Lagos, they had to kind of have it replaced where like what in the comics is the new mutant nitro, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, destroys yeah. a whole building. Which was really cool that they actually because they can't do what they did with the comics. Um, yeah, because they can't use a lot of those characters, and it wouldn't in make the any X-Men sense. Universe, yeah, yeah. Um, but they, it. but they managed to keep it roughly the same, and uh, tied really well into Wakanda to bring Black Panther in. Uh, so yeah, in the comics, what happens is uh, the the New Mutants are they they become basically reality stars. They're, okay. They've, they still they're out there fighting crime and it's real and everything, but there's also cameras on them and shit and they're you they're know not they're not hiding like most superheroes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and what happens is they they go and they fight uh, the student Nitro, the supervillain, whose power is he can just he can explode mm-hmm. uh, and then reconstitute. And he kills. He ends up. They they fight him in the, in the, in the middle of a town. He blows up Stamford, Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, Stamford. He blows up a huge portion of Stamford, Connecticut, including hundreds of children. Oh god! Uh, he blows up a it's a a playground or a school, I believe, and kills all the new mutants except for Speedball because his thing is he absorbs yeah. kinetic energy. Uh, and then the world goes, oh no, 
this is not cool. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are all, you know, nuclear weapons walking around. Uh, so we have to do something about this, and that's how the Accord started. In the comics, it's more about revealing your Secret, identity. Secret identity, yeah. registration. Yeah, uh, which is why it becomes a huge deal when Spider-Man is the first guy to be like, hey, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm okay. registering, and I'm Peter Parker, and now the world knows, and everyone in my family is completely in danger now. <laughs> Uh, which so yeah, I, I love that they were they managed to pull that same idea where it's they accidentally blow up a bunch of innocents yeah. in the middle of a fight, and it would totally happen in Africa too. Right, it would be like that's where collateral damage just happens. In yeah, Lagos. yeah, yeah. That that's that's where the governments even 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 when they're uh, trying to be real, you know, yeah, they're like. Well, I guess. Yeah, we'll send in these guys and there'll be slightly less. But yeah, I've, that's the one thing no I found No one's going to catch it on camera. anyone gave a shit. <laughs> well, it happened with superpowered beings. I don't know. Right. I mean, credit to the Russos. Uh, it, you see it in Winter Soldier. You mm -hmm. don't see it as much in the first Avenger. I mean, as much. But when the Russos are directing Captain America, every like hand-to-hand -hand combat scene looks like it's bone-crunchingly yeah. painful. Yes, yeah. I like the that. things I like. That's what I. Yeah, the action is fantastic and yeah, super visceral. Like yeah, you hear that shield hit. Like they have different sounds yeah. for when it hits stuff. Yeah. And when it hits a person, it it feels like it, it's leaving a. A, a bit of a bruise. Well, and I don't think the other movies have that visceral threat. Like, that's why I think the Captain America movies are the best so mm -hmm. far. Right. I, well, I like the first one, even. Yeah, and I love the uh, first one. Yeah, because it came out on my birthday. I feel <laughs> so, like the Russo Happy brothers. birthday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even uh, the first one was the guy that did Rocketeer. Right. And I liked that sort of 40s propaganda yeah. movie like, vibe that it had at the beginning. Because mm -hmm. I like the Hitler fighting Cap, and I like that they included that. No, I stepped away from it. Do you guys feel like the Captain America movies felt like a true trilogy, though? Totally. Well, that's I what think it, so. They felt, they felt so. Each one felt so different from the other. I guess it's, it's you know, you, right. A lot of trilogies have this. They just feel like these three movies were made in a vacuum in themselves, and that one had so many like you know roots going out into other movies. It, it well, was kind of a new thing for a trilogy, and it, it does have. Uh, you could I, probably watch all three of them and have. Well, not Civil War. That's, it's, that's right. the tough part, yeah. I mean, Civil War, like, in terms of uh, just being a Captain America movie, I think Winter Soldier is the superior picture. Mm -hmm. um, I do, too. But Definitely the most standalone one that they've made. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Civil Because Civil War is it's essentially Avengers 2.5, right? Yeah. You know, like, it's a sequel to both Winter Soldier and Age of Ultron. Ultron. Yeah. Yeah. It, just, it just happens to be... It's looking at... This whole story through mostly through Captain America. Yeah, I mean, I say it would be the, a whole trilogy because you got the first Avenger where you see how he was he became Captain America and how he became came to the future. The middle part of his story where he thought everything he knew was gone except for he reconnects with Peggy Carter and then he finds out Bucky's still alive, so he still has like something to fight for. And now he knows Bucky's alive. He he hangs out with him. And apparently, I mean, maybe since the end of Civil War, he's not Captain America, quote-unquote, anymore. He's just com Captain Steve Rogers yeah. since he dropped mm -hmm. the shield. He's Nomad. He's Nomad. Yeah. Or the Captain. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the shield, when Tony Stark says to him, my dad made that shield, you don't deserve it. Yeah. But then I, you know, my wife brought up a great point. She said, and she just completely said, she goes, well, isn't Tony, or isn't Howard Stark the guy who created the Winter Soldier? Essentially, by creating the whatever the the blue, right? You know, yeah. the the super soldier. It wasn't a super soldier serum, but it was like oh, Earth a, a version of it. That. Yeah, it yeah but it was in Howard Stark's possession. You know what I mean? When the Winter Soldier gets it from him, and that was what made him the Winter Soldier. I don't know. It just feels no. like well, well Howard Zola made him the Winter Soldier. Yeah, Howard Stark had some sort of relationship with Bucky, though he recognizes him. Yeah, like does he? Yeah. He says uh, Agent Barnes. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He calls him Agent Barnes. Yeah. Well, yeah. as he's about to get his fucking skull punched. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Because well, he, he thinks that maybe that guy's here to help him out, maybe. I, I, After was, the crash. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, that, that, that sequence is probably... Well, maybe... It's one well, of the I'm coolest sequences. I'm not saying created the Winter Soldier, but he created the, the mechanism that created the Winter Soldier. So I'm saying he is... 
he, he, he's Frankenstein's monster, essentially. You know what I mean? He created something that created this thing that ended up killing him. Right. You know I mean? I felt well, like they actually could have introduced that earlier. The, sure, I think the so. The Winter Soldier killing the Starks. Where, like, they, they could have, like... For us. For yeah, the, like, to the yeah. audience. Like, in that beginning yeah. scene, they, we could have seen it. And then the tension would have I don't even mean the beginning scene. I mean movies ago. I well, they, 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 they introduced they, it at the end of Winter Soldier. Yeah, when Zola's telling him all That's about the... the uh, you don't know, Captain, what... Like, right. And, and then uh, uh, Fury gives him that file, and he says, that's not a thread you want to pull, or something like that. Sure. Well, yeah, that's, that's, why he, like, that's why he says he knew, but he didn't know like, the yeah. extent of it. Right. But I felt like, as to make the movie work, but like that Hitchcock principle of introducing the suspense right. early, well, and and let it play out over sure. the movie. Yeah. As insofar as the Captain America movies have largely been spy thrillers, yeah, uh, that's the the thing with the, the spy film is always the double cross happens at the end, and this the double cross in this is Captain America totally had this information and he sat on it, yeah. which is. Unlike Captain America, Captain America. he's usually yeah. a, mo- a more truthful guy, you know. Yeah, and that's part of why I think he's willing to drop the shield because he knows that you know there's that there are flaws in his character in this film, and he can't. He's he's not necessarily representative of that that figure that that archetype. Yeah. So does the shield get picked up right away? I mean, it figures like anybody in the comic books that picks up the shield in place of Captain America is on Captain America's side. So I don't see Tony Stark giving that shield to Rhodes or right. the Winter. So obviously, the fucking Winter Soldier. He's not going to give him the shield. Right. So I mean, I, I think the shield goes into a glass case, sure. and then it gets busted in the middle of Infinity War Part One, and sure. uh, when, yeah, when the Secret Avengers and the regular yeah. Avengers have to join up together, it's oh, got those scratches on bearded it. street, kind of like a an undercover Bruce Wayne type uh, Captain America. Steve Rogers yeah, yeah, comes yeah. back yeah. to steal it. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, in the in I wouldn't the, mind Scarlett Johansson wielding that shield, a little Black Widow shield. She's wielding. missing though at the end of Civil War. That's right. I, yeah, she, I mean, they keep talking about her doing her own solo. I think movie. at this point it's going to happen. It could. Uh, there's clearly a demand for it. Maybe it's just like Jezebel bloggers, but I would go see the fuck out of that movie. <laughs> I, I, well, I'll I think see it. I would too. Yeah. Marvel. That's the thing, though. I'll see any movie that Marvel Studios puts out at this point. If it said Squirrel Girl, rated R, <laughs> I would probably go watch that. Yeah. I would absolutely go to a Squirrel Girl. Yeah, it's yeah. 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 on it, Marvel. I would Squirrel go see Girl. Howard the Duck again in the theater. So. I mean, <laughs> Scarlett Johansson was awesome. In that yeah. opening scene, she kicks so much ass. If and I, Natasha Romanoff is one of the more important... Like, she is the person that's kind of pulling the strings of all the other characters. She's, you know, she's more of a catalyst for, sure. for this thing than like like Steve and Tony are both you know they're butting heads but she's standing in the middle you know no, playing kind of, not not playing both sides because that yeah. sounds like it's nefarious but she's like she sees both sides and she's just she's the one doing the right thing she has perspective the whole yeah. Movie. yeah yeah let me ask in the comic books uh, she has some sort of enhancements and we have talked I mean, we may have talked about this before but they've not alluded to that in the Marvel Cinematic Universe at all, right? I mean, she's no. just a well-trained... Yeah. I mean, they kind um, of... Uh, she's a Black Widow. I mean. in, in Age of Ultron, they flash back to the, the dancing school and... Like, Which you get a little of that Agent Carter The as well. assassination, yeah. Yeah. indoctrination, or whatever. And they might have... There may have been experiments. I mean, we know that they she did. She might have a little something in it. Yeah, we know they. Something. We know they did she's some. Been sterilized. Yeah, they, yeah, they definitely true. did some medical but stuff. But she had, yeah, because she like, I think she has some sort of like super, like, because in the comic, in the books, comic book, she's, she's old. She's like from the same era right. as Captain America, so she's got some sort of right. reduced aging factor. Although I, I think and that's resistance to toxins or some shit. I think that's largely uh, just because they had to put her in a post-Cold War era right. yeah, for sure. people reading comics yeah. now. So we, I stepped away for a minute. We talked Spider-Man at all. Not yeah, yet. Yeah, no. Okay, so let's just talk Spider-Man for a minute. Uh, this is the big thing of people have been waiting. Uh, Marvel got the rights to share the character with Sony, right? Yeah, is it Sony? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and um, and it sounds like they're Marvel's in complete control of what they do with Spider-Man At least Homecoming creatively, and creatively. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, Sony has no reason to doubt to this be. thing. Why, <laughs> Why would, you, would they? Yeah. Yeah. yeah just sign on and kick back. We're gonna use Free some money. of your yeah, crew yeah. that's been making billions of dollars. At this point in time, the Marvel movies as a whole have grossed over ten billion worldwide. Yeah. Uh, Civil War alone in the second this second weekend, it's uh, over nine hundred million. It's yeah. overtaken Batman vs. Superman and Deadpool. Yeah, it's kicked the shit out of two, well, I, I almost said two great movies. Two movies that, <laughs> two did, movies. Two movies that did very well yeah. two, uh, in two the first week of their money. box office. I enjoyed uh, Deadpool, but I watched it again and it didn't hold up. I just, I was saying, it, this is my thing, I'll just to, I don't want to get off track on Spider-Man, but I, when I watched Deadpool the second time, the, the, uh, the budget uh, restrictions were glaring. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were certain scenes where you could just tell, like, Let's start this scene. We're taking two million from the scene. Let's just finish it. You yeah. know what I mean? It just right. felt like we got to do this. You know but, what I mean? And it won't work for every movie, but I, I think those those constraints actually helped Deadpool a lot. Oh, they did. Yeah, like it, they it did. Made, you know, it's it enhanced it's, the humor aspect right. of the movie. Yeah. Like, well, we can't have the this crazy ass fight scene. Let's add five more jokes. Yeah, great, perfect. Um, I'm sure the next one will be better. A bigger, bigger yeah. film. I'm sure, yeah, of course they're going to invest more. They made yep. a ton of money on it. But anyway, um, Spider-Man, I just... It felt, it didn't feel real man. to me. It still no, doesn't feel real. It just I like feels that he's a gawky teen. Right, know? bringing him back to an actual yeah. 15-year-old or whatever he is. Uh, we didn't have to hear, yeah. didn't hear Uncle Ben's nope. name mentioned sure. once. Don't said it's a long story. It's a long yeah. story. I love it. Fuck yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah. you're going to get... You're no going to see him die again in Homecoming. Totally. Uh, uh, I, I mean, like that they addressed the sure, little flashback, little Batman flashback. too young and hot to be Aunt May. Right. Where, like, her and Tony Stark almost bang, like, halfway through the movie. My mind would be crazy. When they're sitting on the couch, my mind was like, they've actually banged. You know, like, it's somewhere in the history. Probably in the 80s. They were at a Hollywood party. Robert Downey Jr. and Marissa Tomei dated for the good portion of the early 90s. There you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's had such a There's little chemistry. It's like, that's, they're kind of throwing, it's almost a little in-joke. Yeah, okay. I did not know that. Like, that's why, yes, you know, Peter comes home and Stark's already hanging out on the couch with his yeah, yeah. surrogate mom. That was great. And I love how Stark introduced it. He was just kind of... That Grant. Well, just feel, no, yeah. I just like the, the, the fact that he had footage on him. And it feels yeah. like that's what Tony Stark is just doing in his tower. It's just He has drones right. everywhere looking sure. for any metahuman out there that can yeah, do... And just track him. Yeah. I, I guarantee you, I mean... I guess now in the MCU, does the Daily Bugle finally yeah. exist? Now, yeah, it's like, going to be um, so like he, there's got to be some sort of Jay Jonah's got to have some sort of who's playing like, Jay Jonah Jameson? They were no, Jay Jonah. no one yet. Yeah. I thought they announced it already. No, no it was no. the old Jay Jonah Jameson. Yeah, it's going to be now J- J.K. James Simmons Gordon. Is James Gordon. <laughs> yeah, that's Mitch what it Gordon. is. That's what it is. I, uh, I like that his one-liners weren't as on point as Tony Stark's. Like, I like that sure. Spider-Man's still learning his powers. And, right. and how to be witty. Yeah. 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 Right, right. Whoa, dude, you got yeah. a metal arm? Yes. Well, <laughs> here's the thing about that scene. Through the, the whole point up to that movie, Winter Soldier was a fucking beast. Right. Yeah. I mean, he was whooping so much ass and just... Because literally just like pushing people out of his way, mm-hmm. catching bullets, smashing people, and then he gets to Spider-Man, and it's just like Spider-Man is just toying with him. Like, yeah, yeah. right. Nothing. Well, there is the the aspect of it too, where they're fighting, but they are pulling their punches. I mean, they so they go so far as to even, even say, say like, it. yeah, 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 because yeah, Hawkeye and and that was great. The way that they fought each other was so fantastic. It made sense. First oh, of all, like, <laughs> yeah. that, the way that scene was shot is amazing. Where it's like there's clear, like they move through space, like that's just perfect action filmmaking. Yeah. Flyers on flyers. Yeah, Hawkeye versus and Black Widow makes sense. Like, and it's all, no one's. <laughs> she's like, we're still friends, right? Yeah. Yeah. Depends on how hard you hit me. Hits him pretty hard, and then he gets chastised for pulling his own punches. Right. I like how Spider-Man called uh, uh, called him Arrow Guy. Yeah, yeah. that was, so was Ant Man. Yeah, they called him Arrow Guy. I'm ready, Arrow Guy. That felt like a little. I, I don't know. Felt like a little CW thing to me. I don't know. A little <laughs> no, reference. it's it's all. I mean, that's all. That all stems from like the Joss Whedon thing. This is all. All the drama can be laced with quips, you know. Sure, yeah, and they're yeah, and yeah. they're good. They're solid quips. Everyone can carry the comedic acting as well as the action, and the drama. Like uh, when Ant Man's inside the Iron Man armor, and he's like, "It's your conscience." Yeah, yeah. we Damn, haven't talked in a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it was per- great casting, just perfect yeah. writing. I loved it. I just yeah, damn, that movie was great. There was some things I would have done differently. Right, is anyone disappointed that Captain America didn't die? Not even Captain America. No. I just think someone should have died. Whether a big roadie, it'd be fine or if someone died. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, okay, that's yeah. the thing. That's the most pathos because he introduced so, that he has a family, I, right? And I think he's the least essential to like the fighting. Cause no, but I think we like, need Hawkeye because he's the. He, and we talked about Winter Soldier possibly or may not have uh, superpowers. He is just a dude when it's yeah, all broken down. Yeah. He's us with more uh, attention to detail, a little more drive. You know, not sure. us, but you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, he's, a, he's just a guy. Yeah, there's there's an amazing uh, issue of. I, I, I want to say it's from Fraction's run on Hawkeye, uh, but it might be like a backstory in a Spider-Man. I can't remember where it is, but uh, it, it's Hawkeye talking to some kid, who and, and he's explaining how, like, you know, he every day he wakes up and he's like, oh, fuck, I'm an Avenger? How did that happen? Like, he feels like a fraud. And right. the whole thing, is, and he, the, in order for that guy to be an Avenger... Every single thing he does has to be perfect. Perfect, right, yeah. Like he cannot fuck well, up. Well, that's why, like, one he touched on the golf. He's game. always just about to. Yeah, that was great. He too. said, "You thought you were going to shoot I, eighteen today? I did. I, did. I shot 18. eighteen. Yeah, <laughs> that is Hawkeye. Yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Yeah, eighteen hole in ones. I'm going to drink a couple beers in the clubhouse and get the fuck out of here yeah. and save the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's. Uh, I don't know. I envisioned a different ending. Uh, I was really disappointed when they they disposed of crossbones early in the film. I was like, ah, well, fuck. They've been built, like, in my mind, I had already written the film where crossbones was the main antagonist for the the whole movie. I liked that they subverted that expectation a lot. Yeah. I like that they veered, because you see them show up, and I just watched Winter Soldier, so Mm. I'm like, okay, they have set up crossbones. And the fact that he was eliminated right away, I thought was like, it was kind of a villainless movie, which was yeah. a cool choice. Oh, they yeah. even go so far like Zemo as is just, Z- yeah. Zemo he murders didn't get the fucking mask the, glued to his face. Well, that's at the end. I thought he when he was going to shoot himself. Uh, spoilers abound. Do we even we didn't mention? Well, that. <laughs> when he was going to shoot himself, then it would at least like rip a cheek or like yeah. figure his face a little bit for the fact that because they already they did um, they could still they did that. artwork uh, for the movie that showed him in the mask yeah. Yeah. and well, showed him in the suit so. I, I think Simo's going to show up in the future oh, yeah. oh he's going to be bad you don't but, cast someone like uh, I don't know his name what's his uh, Bruno Daniel Brule Daniel yeah, Brule yeah Daniel, Daniel Brule without bringing him back yeah. I don't know why I yeah. Bruno well but to the subverting thing and the absence of the villainy uh, you know Zemo sets stuff up but he allows he allows the villains to form amongst themselves. Yeah, and then and then when you think it's going to be the the five you know new Buckies, the five Winter Soldiers, no, he just shot them. They never get out. Yeah, that was a great one. Yeah. Great. Yeah. that was like, so great. You're you're just waiting for this huge action set piece, and it's not. It's well, Zemo's like I was they I would do it. Nate, I was the opposite. I was dreading it. It felt too Iron Man 3 to me that if these five people got out with these fucking yeah. powers and they had to battle them, I was praying right. that didn't happen. Me so too. When, yeah. And when it didn't happen, I was like, fuck no, yes, yeah, no, thank it was, you it was so a much. Totally excellent turn of story. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it just, just even, it, it makes everything that happens after that even more impactful yeah. too. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, uh, there was something, like, wouldn't, wouldn't the Abomination be on the raft too? Like yeah, that would have, could be. That would have been awesome to At see Blonsky in there. Yeah. Uh, I thought for sure once Tony <laughs> used the Unibeam to blast off the Winter Soldier's arm and he shot Cap in the stomach with his repulsors, I was like, oh shit. Here's what, they, like, they're going to have Tony Stark kill Steve Rogers. And Whoa, then they, that is, there's no way they could have Dude, done it, it would have been, no that's way. my ending. Tony accidentally kills Steve. Man, there's no way. And... Then you get to have and Robert we all Downey. write letters to Marvel. <laughs> well, yeah. we're, all, we're all the writers in the room. We can write this and talk right. about it. But when it comes to production, there's no, no way. Someone's going to be like, nah. no way, dude. Well, all right. Well, here's my perfect thing. Here's how I would have done it. Have Tony <laughs> just kill like Steve. Well, give, give us your O.J. Simpson rundown. <laughs> <laughs> if Tony accidentally kills Steve, Tony Stark <clears throat> is motivated by one thing. That's guilt. That is his... Story. And you can't go back from killing Captain America. But yeah. in no. Steve's will, it says it has to pass on the shield. So he reluctantly either gives it to Bucky, who he fucking hates, or does he give it to Sam Wilson? Does Sam Falcon Wilson become the captain? You know, Sam Wilson is. 
And then you get to have Robert Downey Jr. act out that fucking scene where he tells Captain America's body it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. I, I can't. Yeah. I can't handle. My body's not ready for this. Is that what you're supposed to say? No, I don't, I don't know. Think you can That's do that. how I would have ended it, man. Yeah. I well, just like you, Captain you America more than Iron Man. At least in the movies. Right. I'm the opposite. See, I don't like the Iron Man movies that much. Mm. Or like, in a way, it's kind of this is a little wonky, but like, they're kind of like two versions of American foreign policy. Where yeah, like, yeah they, they are. Like, that's like no, they are. and surveillance. Absolutely, that, they are. Captain America's like freedom. You know, yeah, like you know, World War II, where we can still feel kind of good about it. Right. Well, well he's that's, almost that's, a little. I mean, at this that's point, that's the crux of this movie. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Instead of making a, you know, I mean, that's. I, I could have watched, you know, 45 minutes of just Cap and Iron Man debating <laughs> why sure. these, why in the Sokovia Accords are yeah. or aren't important. See, I like, the scene where they were, when, uh, uh, with William Hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that fantastic, That just happened man. for an hour. I could have sat there and listened to them. I was, I was riveted that. by that scene of just... Straight I like that too, like, but I looked around and people were visibly bored. Like I don't no, think, that was I don't one of the best they could have done more of it. Those are the people, I disagreed, but you know, people those are the people it. who probably aren't uh, haven't watched every single movie and yeah, know the yeah. you know if you if you're chronologically invested into what's going on, that scene was the most important movie, almost we've had in that the history was, of the Marvel this, Universe. Yeah, you yeah, needed that, to understand the motivation. That seems the, yeah, the crux of the entire thing. Yeah. And when he's like, "Where if I lost a couple of nukes? Nuke? Yeah. If I misplaced a couple of nuclear warheads? Yeah, yeah we're a banner in Thor. Yeah. And, they, and that's the best part about that scene is when he asked them, they had no fucking clue where they are. Well, it's fun about that. Was, I think uh, she knows, but yeah. Black it, Widow. Right. It was fun. It was fun as a as a watcher to know that they're off traipsing across the different realms. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're gonna get to see. That's the other thing about Marvel is you're gonna get to see that. Yeah. So you're like, well, we know what as as an audience member, you know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you, if you read, you know, comic book review or comicbookmovie.com or comic book resources, or if you're any, you know, any cool anything, you know what may be coming, and that's that Thor and Hawk are smashing shit off world. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, that, like, and to know you're going to be able to in six months go see that in a the theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's unbelievable. Yeah, in, in Civil War, it's these two people are missing nuclear weapons. In my head, I'm picturing like. Hulk being tickle licked by an alien <laughs> yeah, like, that, that's trying to eat him, and yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. like, "That's funny." Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a big rumor is that Thor Ragnarok is going to have Hulk. Well, it's going to be that Thor is trapped on some battle world, and okay. he gets all the way through to the finals. You fight, it's the Hulk, and then it's the Hulk. But then they they have an emotional connection. Okay. And they seem like, bro, bro, you know what I mean? One of those horrible okay. things, and they're like, "We got to get the fuck out of here together." And that's yeah. what it's going to be. Which will be a fun, stupid team up. Yeah, full of totally. Ridiculous action. They're the silliest great. ones. Yeah. I don't think Hulk, like, that's all the Hulk movies have sucked because I think it's better to treat them like a vague threat. Right. You know what I mean? Where it's like, eventually there's that turning point in every Hulk movie where he's like, Hulk, get it. And yeah. He's like, I only hit this guy. <laughs> well, I've always. And I like it when he's just a rage machine. See, I've always preferred the intelligent Banner Hulk. Yeah, the, like Seagull Wars Hulk, Hulk, the original yeah. Seagull Wars Hulk, who could seriously figure out any scientific problem and just, if he couldn't figure it out, he'd just smash he it. He could always hold him out. Yeah. yeah. So he's doing science in Hulk form. In Hulk yep. form, yeah. That's what I would. <laughs> I mean, he could, carry, he could carry a superconductor on his shoulder yeah. Yeah. as he's like placing it in the. Oh, I love However, that. However, his, his pipette work is uh, not. Not on point. No, no. <laughs> so. Is anyone else bothered by the fact that Rhodey was paralyzed and he had those weird, like, stark braces? It's like, come on, Tony, you literally figured out the extremist virus a couple movies ago. Yeah. <laughs> you can't fucking well, couldn't, he <laughs> couldn't he just wore the war machine pants? All the time. Right, you know right. what I mean? Just to walk around? I don't know. Although I, I think that kind of, and I, I don't know that this is uh, the intention, but it sort of speaks to Rhodey's character that he'd be like, Look, I'm not gonna, you know, well, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna yeah. do this. Well, and and to Stark's thing that we're gonna make something that can be mass produced to work for everyone. Right. So you're just gonna test it out, and then once it works, fuck yeah, we'll give them away to everybody. Everyone walks. Right. And, Go break some eggs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or I had Cheadle doing Brody from the beginning because he's a much I do better too. one. I, I I I thought that during the movie when you could see like the old man neck of Don Cheadle like yeah. that 50 something year old neck. I was just like that that's not mine. I wish he'd mine. been in all of them. But like I just I feel like it hurts the continuity, it hurts the dynamic between like uh 
Like, their friendship is always insisted upon by the screenwriters, but never right. really shown. It feels... Well, the, it's it's felt pretty legit in the last few movies. It has like, been. I, I, well, I, like I guess say, I feel like the, the friendship, yeah. the 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 friendship felt more real in the first Iron Man between those two. Yeah, like it, it almost like felt like Don, like yeah. they are actual friends in real life. Was with the thing. Yeah, but it's just like, well, what what's his name? I'm sorry, Terrence Howard, and he's a little. He's too sleazy. To he's play. got some embarrassing <laughs> off, off his off the yeah. field issues are a little embarrassing. But he also has, you know, a kick. You know, his show on Fox. Is, oh, I love Empire. Right, Empire is also killing yeah. it. So he, he, who cares? No, I'm a For fan. Him. I think he he's, 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 but I don't mean sleazy as an insult. Broadcast. No, right. No, you shouldn't. Sleazy in the way that, uh, you know, give it 10 years, he'll be the new Robert Downey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true. No, that's the thing. You, you talk about him or, uh, yeah, or the guy from uh, Parks and Rec. Uh, who? Rob Lowe. Oh, Rob Lowe. Yeah. yeah. Rob Lowe. You all made an underage sex change. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All of the, all the Brad Pack kind of <laughs> came back. <laughs> There's one thing. Oh, wait, what? No, go ahead. What are you There's say? one thing we haven't touched on. Uh, Black, Panther. Black Panther, yeah, yeah, and Giant Man, but Black Panther, Giant Man, Black Panther, Black Panther is huge and he's awesome. They did like, a great Chadwick Boseman yeah. is fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. What's that? Is that wait ring? For that movie. Like I knew he had the, the vibranium ring. Ring. What is the, does the ring give him some sort of powers? I think it reacts with vibranium, uh-huh. and I'm assuming Winter Soldier's arm is a vibranium arm. Uh, well, uh, ain't not no more. It ain't. Yeah. <laughs> you well, being... It might be. He went back to he Wakanda. Took the shoulder piece. Oh, that's yeah. true. You think that Black Panther's gonna hook him up with another arm? Yeah, well, man. I mean, he's obviously Wakanda's the most technologically right, advanced right. place on planet Earth. The speed. I mean, let alone he was. He could run with Captain America and win. Oh, he yeah. he beat that shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Captain so. America was the first dude to lose that race. He got in yeah. a car pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, that's after having held a helicopter. That's true. That is true. (laughs) I'm excited for the comic book. I haven't bought a comic book in a couple years, but the Ta-Nehisi Coates, I hope we're pronouncing that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, He's doing a run of Black Panther that's really fucking good. If you've got a Bluetooth-enabled cell phone, I could give it to you right now. Okay. Uh, It's true. Nate Balling is good at that, everyone. All right. But we... Uh, We'll uh, do that off air. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I will say that the the comic book does... uh, it it in in the first it, two issues is what's mm-hmm. out right now, uh, and he he's in uh, sort of a bad position of having to cobble together a ton of Black Panther history. Oh, okay. so, sure. So so there's a little bit of uh, information dump. Well, that'd but be good it, for me as somebody who's still, pretty uninitiated. Right. Yeah. It still it still works really well, and it flows well enough. You get an idea of uh, how everything works. Um, so it is it is pretty solid so far. But again, only two issues. So. At this we point. haven't done this. We usually do grades. So mm-hmm. should we do some uh, Civil War grades right now? And okay. then we'll, we'll get caught up with Christopher and Matt when they uh, join us back in a, a week or so. Yeah. But we like to grade movies. Uh, have you, Byron? I don't want. To, we don't have to start with you if you want to pass it on. But do you already have a grade in your mind for Civil War? Or do you want to think on it for a minute? I'm like wavering between a B plus and an A minus. A minus. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed it. I think that it's. It's done a better job than all the Avengers movies of bringing in new characters. Black Panther and Spider-Man are also both great characters, which helps. But right. I felt like they fit into the story pretty organically. Uh, it's almost and it was just so entertaining. Like, the action scenes were all great. The, you know, it started slow, but I was fine with all of that because I needed the information to understand the motivations sure. of the characters. Right. Um... A very solid B plus. Very solid B plus, or a four out of five stars. Yeah, I, four out of five shields. Is that how we? Yeah, four, sure. Four yeah. out of five shields. I recommend it, uh, but I highly suggest seeing every single Marvel movie before beforehand. Yeah. Right. I I think this movie could stand on its own for the mm-hmm. most part, uh, but yeah, it's definitely going to enhance your enjoyment of it. Would well, be a good movie to watch first, first, almost. No. To go watch it I mean, and then I, go back. And I then think that's kind of where you've come from. That's kind of what the problem is with the DC universe. Is like if this was the if Civil War was the second movie in the MCU, it would be a giant clusterfuck. Yeah, like but I think it'd be that, too complicated. Yeah, like that's kind of like what BVS was. Definitely was. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, it was also a movie about two superhero friends fighting, and they. Couldn't well, they weren't even friends, though. That's the thing. Right. They weren't I, even I, friends. I understand, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's they're going you know. to be though, right? 
Super friends. Super <laughs> friends. But it was all about. <laughs> It was all about some parents. Like parents played a major factor in both superhero fights. No, this it's it's hilarious to me how many parallels can be drawn between this fucking pile of shit and this yes. really great movie. <laughs> That's the thing. That like, one is such a great movie, and the other is just so oh boy, fully, just like I will say this: the, the amount of money spent on it is the most I'm curious awful movie to ever see made. it. The one the one oh, thing that uh, the thing that I really love about v- BVS ongoing. Is uh, and, and this will be Zack Snyder and David Goyer's legacy, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, like, like the, the greatest trick this movie pulled was that I'll be talking about how crappy it was for years <laughs> for to come. Years. I'll, I'll for forget years. about, forget about my love of Civil yeah. War. Yeah, that's when true. Guardians there will be like six out. other Marvel yeah. movies. Yeah. Uh, but I will always be like, wow, that was a real low point for everybody. <laughs> The world yeah, suffered that weekend. Man, I really want to see it. I, I have a. I'm not saying don't watch it. Wait because it goes to the Elvis and then goes. No, no, I don't like. It's it's already gone. I don't think it's, it's going to be good. No, I'm just that's so the thing. curious. There were points in the theater where I was very excited and I was yeah. really into the movie. I'm like, this is. But then when the lows hit, you're just like, what the fuck is going on here? I don't <laughs> hate Ben Affleck, but I hate Jesus. the idea of him as Batman. No, he's he was great. The best he's great. In the movie. Okay, that's the that's the most troublesome part. But I like I like the way that. Zack Snyder shoots action. No, not this one. Oh, really? I don't think like, so, yeah, he, he boned it. He oh, boned it on sucks. this one, man. Because that's the only thing he really... That's the only like, redeeming quality uh, Man of Steel had. Right. Was that the action scenes were pretty It was cool. a horror... It's, it's actually... It's, it's unfortunately not stylized. That's yeah. which is why hire Zack Snyder, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, they're trying well, to replace you want, him. You want like a lot of slow motion, rolling well, muscles. We talked about that. Is now that uh, Warner Brothers decided to bring uh, Ben Affleck as in as a full time executive producer yeah. for all the future movies because they just don't trust what Snyder is and his vision. They and haven't fired him yet. Evidently, yeah. they're doing rewrites on the days. Like every day, JLA is getting a rewrite. <laughs> like like on set, you know. Well, but it's also like you know, Affleck's there being like, I think going, uh, this this doesn't make any sense. Any sense. Yeah. Uh, I've I've directed three uh, really pretty, pretty good, good movies. movies. Uh, Gone Baby Gone <laughs> is fucking legit. That's a really good movie. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's let's forget about the uh, cancer that seeped into our beautiful <laughs> Civil War. Talk. I just want to bring up that. Oh, what was your what was your grade be, by the way? Both? Oh, uh, a. A. I'm gonna a. go solid A. I'm gonna get into it solid it's not, A as it's, well. There's things I would have done differently, like have Steve Rogers die so he can be brought back to life uh, in Infinity War Part yeah. One or Part Two. See, to me, was Rhodey. Yeah. Don't have Captain America die. Just let Rhodey die. No. Why? Right. No, I really thought it's he was still, gonna die. It, it still really it. hit me when Rhodey just having his spine in severed. That I was uh-huh. like. Yeah, God that was damn it, no, Brody. It lost like, me. Yeah. It lost me at that point. I thought he should have been dead. I didn't. I thought it was like at that point when he finds him on the ground, no pulse. He's dead. That, that no, just he had makes a pulse. It, no, in my mind, that's what oh, should have happened. Right. Is he okay. should have had no pulse just to see him. Like, I don't want to know that he's paralyzed, and right. I don't want to know that like, dude has survived 187 flight missions, and <laughs> and then the this one. is how he goes <laughs> out. Like, the, seriously, the doing a, a favor for a friend. Yeah. Vision, like, you're not vision even accidentally gets a hard on and yeah, blows him out of the sky. That's exactly what happened. Is he said what I was distracted? Right. No fuck, no. You were in love. I said to my wife, he's in love. It was love that with Scarlet Widow. Yeah, yeah. when Scarlet you bring Witch. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, they, with Scarlet Witch. Yeah, and it's Scarlet like Witch, if you're gonna make Jesus. it, it yeah. fine. They, if they you're both draw make power love, from the. Uh, if yeah, you're gonna make love job. the thing that distracts you, then to make it a true tragedy, you kill someone. Not. I paralyzed a guy who's still gonna have robot fucking legs that work better than his original legs, anyways. Like. Nah, I well, just, it, to me, right, someone but it has to sucks. Die. They're going to be around the mansion. Rhodey's going to be like throwing a consequence. Yes, he's he's going to be. Rhodey's yeah. going to wheel himself into the kitchen yes, to make yeah. a fucking an egg, and Vision's going to be there, and they're going to have a bunch of awkward <laughs> moments. Yeah, well, no, they, that's uh, that's great. All right, I love well, our own Matt Orn posed the question. He said, "What's going to happen after?" And I brought up the point. I just said, "This is what. This is how the East Coast West Coast Avengers are going to be born." Well, it's going to be Secret Avengers. Uh, well, they've already touched on that in the uh, Shield, though. The Secret Avengers are well, the Inhumans. They were the Secret Warriors. Secret Warriors, and they have sort of fallen oh, apart. You're right, though. Secret uh, Warriors. Like Yo-Yo is the only one that I think is going to continue on with it. Well, I mean, no, we'll see what happens now that Daisy's well, now back. But Daisy's back, and you have uh, the Lec- oh yeah, Lincoln. Lincoln's Lincoln, still, and he's hanging. Well, you're right. The Secret Warriors, not the Secret Avengers. Yeah, the Secret Avengers uh, were the the underground Avengers after Civil War because 
uh, Green Goblin ends up taking over the Avengers, and mm-hmm. he's he's running the and he's running Shield. He, too. Yeah, he's he's running Shield, so he's running Shields As all their different. Yeah, he's he's running all the different Avengers. Like every state has an Avengers initiative. Yes, uh, the Great Lakes. That's good. And the Secret Avengers are the real Avengers, basically. So that's what uh, we're going to so get. I think I that's what we're going to see is the Secret Avengers are going to be doing whatever they're doing. Um, possibly, I don't know what's going to happen in the Black Panther movie. I know it's going to be Wakanda centric. They're shooting it almost entirely in Africa. Oh, that's what I've heard. Do you think Bucky and Cap are going to be in it? I don't think so. I don't think so, but I mean, there might be post credits. The way they do these first movies, they seem to try and make them stand alone. Yeah, you got to have a little with one kind of guy who comes in. Kawhi, I think it would be to go back to Scott. Is that is that Black Widow? Maybe Black Panther is a perfect uh, time to bring. Jesus, uh, Sam White. Jackson back. Right. Oh, could, yeah. I mean, where, where, back had, where was Nick Wakanda? Fury this whole yeah, time? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe he's been hiding out in Wakanda. Yeah. I want to see, I I see Chadwick Boseman eat the panther fruit that gives him the power. <laughs> the power? Well, I think the ring is going to be the thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be the ring. Yeah, it seems like they that. They love that, MacGuffins in the universe. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Each movie kind of has its own. Until, until other than, like, the first Captain America movie did, but the other ones don't. I think they've moved away from that a little bit. Yeah. But like the Infinity Stones, the Tesseract, like all right. of that. It's a big yeah. MacGuffin. Yeah. Right. You think eventually the Vision's going to have that gem ripped out of his forehead? He's going to have to. He'll he have to die. He could die without me caring too much. Right. Ooh, I really like him. Well, I, I really mean, like the Vision. I think, I mean, that's what's going to have to, for Thanos to get the Infinity Gauntlet, he's going to have to get uh, the Mind Gem. And, but I think that's happened before where Vision has lost his form. And then he came back as a different. He came back as the the all white vision. Right. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's you know. There's, I want there's more precedent for interaction it. between Tony Stark and the Vision. That kind of moment where he said to him, "Hey, dude, I thought you were going to be on top of this or something." Yeah. He's like, I, "I lost my concentration." Like I thought, but that I like because it, it didn't hit me for a minute. I was like, "Oh, that's him talking to, to Jarvis. Jarvis." Yeah. You know what I mean? And you forget that dynamic because and there's the, that movies are based on Jarvis and right. Tony's relationship. And, and, yeah. and Jarvis, Jarvis, Jarvis being you know the. Uh, it's, that's as close as Tony's gonna have to a child. You know, he's watching this thing, thing. he created yeah. change and grow and this AI build. So maybe yeah. when the, uh, Downey Jr. recently talked about possibly doing an Iron Man 4, maybe that would be something to do in Iron Man 4 is have a, a, just a Jarvis kind of Tony Stark-centric movie. Was well, there anything you guys want to touch on uh, before we wrap up today? Uh, We're at our hour like mark. I didn't like the romance between Vision and Scarlet. You got to do it though. I mean, that's that's you kind of the fuck history. That purple and gold thing? No, come on. <laughs> well, but they just have mind sex. It's like uh, okay. yeah. it's, it's like the psychograms in Barbarella. Okay. Yeah, I think those two those those two have to be together for at least. A movie or two. Yeah, I don't also know about the longevity of the that Cap kisses. Could have well, that was a little more. weird. Would you? Well, he's. I, would th- I was going to ask this earlier. Wouldn't Captain America be above hooking up with the woman, the only woman he's l- ever loved? His niece? No. Eh, no. No. He, he, no. 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 Okay. Me. I they, that like that is true. Like the relationship. Made, it's like he didn't need to make them related. No, she could have just been visiting an old lady. Well, I knew they were always. Related. We've always yeah, known they were related. Yeah, right. I didn't he, think you need to make them kiss. He that did, was my he, thing. He dated Sharon Carter for a long time in the comics. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was just the love of his life was Peggy. Was she like, dies. Yeah. And then now she's like, dead. He can fuck. That's yeah. true. You're, fuck her niece. you're yeah. just. You're well, just yeah, never like to have <laughs> you're, you're just projecting your more. Haley Atwell sadness. That's true. I love <laughs> Haley Atwell. Jane Bond, as I like to call her. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's worth mentioning uh, that Darwin Cook passed away this week. That's, That's a true. real bummer. Yeah, that is a bummer. Uh, so that, uh, go out and if you've never read, like, I mean, they pick up any Darwin Cook, but uh, he, he did it yesterday, a, right? Yeah, yeah, it was yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. Um, if you've ever seen the Batman Beyond opening credits, he drew those. He did, um, uh, and now I fucking can't pull. He did a really amazing uh, Justice League reboot. Uh, New Frontier? A, New Frontiers, yeah. New Frontiers is fantastic. It's one of the best JLA books out there. And there's another uh, one thing. We found out he was sick two days before. It was like, help. Yeah. And, and then gone. it was just like, yeah. hey. It's kind of like a, I hate to say Prince, but Dang-o. it just felt like that. It was just so we knew about him being sick, and then he was gone. So. Um, but yeah, so uh, you know, if you if you don't know Darwin Cook, get to know him. Yeah, Check definitely. out New Frontiers for sure. Uh, Byron Graham, anything coming up? We talked a little bit about your new show, but you got uh, anything yeah. outside of your show you're doing? Any shows you're going to be on that you want to mention? Uh, this goes up on usually Tuesday night, so 
Oh, I, uh, there's a new uh, Rachel Weeks just started. Uh, I think former guest, right? Yes, right. just started a show called School Night. It was on Monday, May 24th. May 24th, school night with a former guest, Hawkwell Girl. Ooh, there's a, a cool crossover. Uh, also on the lineup is uh, Alan Bromwell and Mallory Wallace. All right. A couple of funny gingers. And I'm headlining that one, which is yeah. daunting for me. So Byron Graham will be headlining that show, everybody. You can uh, always uh, find uh, Byron. Berkeley Untapped. I don't One more know time. I said that. Berkeley, Berkeley untapped. untapped, everybody. Uh, check out the Westward. Byron is always posting about uh, great articles in the Westward about upcoming comedy events, uh, reviews of comedy shows. What all, what, what all do you do at the Westward? Let's just real well, quick. Uh, to, relevant to your listeners specifically, sure. stay tuned for a podcast profiles interview with the broadcast With the broadcast geeks. geeks. Awesome. little crossover uh, going on, a little universes coming together. Uh, I, I interview uh, stand-ups. I pretty much just write about comedy. I do the 10 best comedy events of the month every month. I interview headliners coming into town. Uh, I'm working on getting an interview with Daryl Hammond right now. Awesome. May not happen. So if you guys find 5280 yeah. Comedy a little daunting, it's finding like, things to do uh, monthly if you want to plan out a couple comedy shows, just go to the Westward and find uh, Byron's Comedy. Yeah. And about this narrows 10 best down. things to yeah. do. Yeah, you can find two or three things. It's do all 10 mix. if you yeah. can. Yeah, There's a good mix of people coming in, and I try to throw at least a couple of spots to local shows who I know are yeah. working hard. And uh, if, have, if, if they're not like great shows, I see the potential for them to be great sure, shows. Sure. So I try to do an even mix of that. But then, you know, you got to have, uh, you know, if a big headliner comes in, you got to put them up. Yeah. So we're going to do an interview after the podcast with Byron, and that's yeah. going to be uh, it's going to be in the West. We're coming upcoming. out pretty soon this sure. week. Yeah. Uh, fellow geeks, uh, Nate, you got anything coming up you want to? So the people? No. No? That's kind of where I am. <laughs> Mitch, I know you got some, Mitch. Um, Mitch just dropped his tooth thick out and, and disgust is <laughs> was not being prepared. It was. I'm sorry. It's, uh, I've been chewing. You chewed the shit out of that. I'm sorry. No, it's, you splintered it. I was going to eat it. Apologize to the tooth thick. <laughs> 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 uh, that's the state of Denver comedy right now, everybody. We're all no, uh, we got stuff coming up. Everybody. I'm, I'm guest geeks. hosting uh, Monkey Bar tomorrow. Monkey Bar but tomorrow that, night. This will. If you're in, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, go it back in time happens. to Monday. <laughs> to Monday, and come we to t- the Monkey Bar. We talked about that. We time traveled quite a bit on this show. All right, is there anything you guys want to talk about before we head out and go watch the Mets versus Rockies? I guess is what we're going to do as a group, right? Well, uh, no, I mean, I'm as sure. as always, for the fourth time oh. ever, uh, we have a relevant tweet. From unofficial father sponsor and one time James Bond, George Lazenby. Yeah. All I remember about my nightmare was a baker touting bread fresh from the autoclave. <laughs> George Lazenby, everyone. Everyone our, tweet uh, at George Lazenby to get him on Broadcast Geeks. Our unofficial sponsor. Make sure you add George Lazenby and add Broadcast Geeks and anything you Twitter. You uh, might be able to get him. Yeah, we, we can do phone interviews now. So yeah. we're going to be able oh, to possibly have George Lazenby on the phone. If any of you out there want to be on Broadcast Geeks, uh, send us a message on Twitter at broadcast geeks and uh, let me know if you want to kind of talk live on the show we might be able to set that up for you i want to also thank our very special guest this week byron graham everybody thank you guys here for having me. from the denver thanks uh, byron uh this has been uh, another episode of broadcast geeks from the comedy room room at el Torito. i am jeff m albright i'm nate balding i'm mitch jones and again one more time for special byron guests graham. byron thank graham you everybody so you can have byron fg Subscribe to us on Twitter, on iTunes, everybody, and listen to us on the Sexbot Comedy website. Uh, we will talk to you next week. Excelsior! This has been a Sexbot Comedy Joint, collaborative, community-driven comedy produced by Andy Jewett and Kayvon Kalitvari. Headquartered in Denver, Colorado, with technical support from Isaac Miller. Every day at sexpotcomedy.com or at a show near you. Until next time, be well, friends. 